please just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep, we're back. Episode 32 of Just Dishing It. Joined as always by my co-host, Mr. John Tudes Tudor, and our producer, Derek Hoskins. Boys, it feels like a little bit. We did a you know part one, part two with Walt last week, back with a fresh recording. It's a preseason hockey tonight. We got the Just Dishing vlog dropping tonight, the first one. It'll already be out by the time everybody hears this. Head to the YouTube channel to check that out. Search Just Dishing in there. Um, yeah, boys have been working real hard on that one. Derek can attest to these vlogs that are going to be coming out are amazing. Really going to enjoy them. Some behind the scenes look and they are, I'm biased, but they're hilarious. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. There's a lot of cool insight, but I don't know if you want to touch on it real quick, Derek. Yeah. Um, basically this is an addition of like a project that, uh, Benny pretty much was like a co-host on a couple of years ago of jdh tv and uh <laughs> kind of just like an inside of like what we've been doing especially with the move to seneca one and everything you know everyone always is asking like you know behind the scenes stuff so it's kind of a little behind the scenes of like what we do because everyone always asks the questions like literally is like so what do you guys do it's, uh, yeah it gives you a little bit better idea to what we actually do you know on a day-to-day -day basis and uh, we'll, we'll go over real quick to Tudes. He's got his Red Sox shirt on. Good luck tonight. I got Boston Moneyline. Uh, don't make me regret it, please. I have been getting my ass kicked in the gambling field. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be a tough one. We'll see. I mean, Valdi yeah. didn't look good last start against the Yankees, but Cole's been pretty bad at Fenway, so it uh, could be a tough matchup. Big bats out on both lineups, so uh, it's going to be scrappy. Yeah, I'm real nervous about it. I am actively betting against the legend that is Stu Finer from Barstool Sports, and we'll see how it goes. But without further ado, real excited about this guest that we have this week. Everyone, please welcome Vincenzo Arnone from Bar Down and TSN. Thank you for joining us, man. Pleasure to be pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, I, I mean, let's jump right into it. I mean, your work as a graphic designer is insane. I am such a fan of yours. I Anytime I see posts from yours, I'm liking them. I, the, the pads you do, everything you do graphic-wise, but obviously the, the goalie pads is a big thing. But where did you get started with, you know, hockey and everything? Like, might as well start there from the beginning. Yeah, I guess. I, well, I appreciate it to start off with. Um but yeah, like I was just originally like I just played like I always kind of like designing pads as a kid. I used to do a lot of drawing, but like up until college, like I never seriously thought about designing. I was just super into hockey and sports in general. What other sports were you into? Mainly so like uh, soccer is the other sport I played, but like yeah. I'm kind of thing. I mean, I'm super into NBA, although I do not play. You can see it. <laughs> but uh yeah nba mma i'm really into but uh like just playing hockey soccer were my main two growing up mma who's your favorite ufc fighter man right now rose nama yunus valentina shevchenko kick um because like i loved khabib and i loved connor and they're yeah. both like khabib's gone connor's falling off so I'm just like really into the chicks right now. So Valentina and Rose for me. 
Yeah, the it's going to be real interesting to see when McGregor comes back. I'm real, I'm real interested to see how that goes either way. Because even if he goes down where he's like not the guy he used to be, it's going to be super entertaining no matter. Oh, what. it's going to be entertaining for sure. And I, the last couple of fights, I keep thinking, I keep like keep telling myself he's going to come back. It's going to be Connor, but we'll see. I don't know. After that injury, I don't know if he'll ever be the same now. Yeah, I, I had. I what I had over two rounds on that fight when he broke his leg, and I was like, with just the momentum he was kind of getting back. I'm like, if he yeah. just gets to the bell, I think I got this. And then, doink! And I was just, I he was, looked good. He looked good. It was so tough, but yeah, I mean, as far as like you, you mentioned college when you really started taking it seriously. Was there a specific like project or like client that you had where you really had to dive in and you're like, wow, I I, I might have something here. The fr- the first one was actually uh, Trav Travis Rigdon, Trav Royalers. Yeah, oh, yeah. So like, uh, I was in college. I was going for a sporting goods business, which is it was it's it's a business program and it was based around sporting goods. I thought it was going to be more like hard goods, soft goods orientated, but it was more like sales rather than the actual product. So like during college, like I started just doing concepts, like some of the concepts I started out with on my account that you've probably seen, like I started just doing that because I wanted to, I wanted to do more than just sales. Yeah. I don't know how Travis found me, but yeah, like early on, like, I don't know, maybe five months into doing concepts, he hit me up about like a a pad skin sheet that he was going to do on his his full pads. And we did like a, a pod band throwback. And that was the first time I didn't even, I didn't get paid for it or anything. <laughs> the promotion in itself was was worth. Oh, it, it was sure. it was huge. Just to have something like being physically made and put onto someone's pads, like that was massive for me. Yeah, absolutely. Tudor, you want to jump in here? Yeah, were so were you a goalie when you yeah. played? Like, okay, so that's that's where the love came in, and yeah, what, what made you go goalie? Because I mean, we all joke about it, but like, I mean, you got to be nuts to want to sit there and just get pucks fired at your head all day yeah i i don't know i think i think eddie belfort had a lot to do with it too on okay. the league. uh because i was i was a player i was a better player than i was a goalie <laughs> and, uh, i was just i was a defenseman i was like uh i was a i was a mobile defenseman i was just quick moving defenseman and then i don't know i, I got into the leafs i really liked eddie and i just i loved it i love just like looking at it like just like the Butter, just like seeing them do butterflies and stuff, and like like the gear too, obviously. Yeah, everything. I, I loved everything about it. It's I feel so like funny. that's. Oh, go ahead, Bunny. I was just gonna say, there's that that parallel real quick that just jogged in my memory where I remember like me and Maddie when we were younger, because I've I've known Matt since I was like four years old, four or five years old, and so like when we would like play knee hockey together and stuff, he was always jumping in net, like he would he was always drawing stuff to like the goalie pads and everything, like the USA Hockey magazines that we have here, all the you could like enter them and like you could do drawings and send them in to get featured. He was always the best with the goalies and the designs on the pads and stuff. And it's so cool thinking like, because that was really the only spot you could do cool custom stuff. Yeah. And at that time, like there, it's not like it was now. Like, it's not like there was printing on pads and stuff and like custom skates and whatever. Like Mm -hmm. if you were creative and it got out there, like it was, 
it was it was cool to see that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And it's too I cut you off there, but I that just jogged in my brain. I don't, so. e- I don't even know where I was going now. Um but, yeah, uh, do you have uh do you have a favorite uh favorite goalie in the league now? Maybe someone who you just love their pads, like the way they come out every year? I, I don't base it off of gear. I just base it off of how they play. I'm I'm like a strict Vaz guy right now. Okay. I got, it, he's insane to watch. It's like watching a cat. Yeah, he's ri- he's ridiculous because he's so huge, but his athleticism just amazes me. For a dude that size to be able to move and be as quick as he is is unbelievable. It, it, I think it's like it's so crazy that like you could you could show someone that doesn't even know anything about goaltenders and like just show them video of like him and someone else doing the same motions back to back. He's just on such a higher level than everyone else at like at almost everything. Yeah. It's literally like for me, if the, if the lightning stay relatively healthy, obviously including him, like he decides where the cup goes. Yeah. Like without it, like he's that, He's been that dominant. He reminds me a lot of like quick the way he controls his body. It's like he can do the splits and still be like perfectly chest up going across the net in full split sliding. Like it's just that body. long torso. It's it's absurd. It's literally absurd. Same. That's amazing. So I mean, what lifelong Leafs fan, I'm guessing, based oh, on what you told us. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> when we can get you over the border or something, we got we might have to link up and do something fun at a Sabres yeah. game. It'll okay. it'll feel like a home game for you if you come here for a game. Well, anyway. I've heard, I've heard. It's the same thing over here to Ottawa too. If you go to Ottawa, it's basically a Leafs game too. Oh, that's that makes me feel better because I, I as much as I have a hard time with the Leafs, I can't stand the Senators. I I really can't stand. Do you them. really hate the Senators more than the Leafs, Benny? Um, I. Because, like, I can't I, – I just – I'm jealous of the Leafs with Matthews and Marner and stuff. And, right. you know, there's there's part of me that just, like, wants to see them win. And I want that, like, good rivalry again between the Sabres and the Leafs where it's just, like, the, the Senators were, were such a blip of success. Like, it's just, like and, – and just yeah. it goes back to the, their head coach when they – him and Lindy were about to throw him. Back in the, with Emery and Peters fighting all of that, it's just there's something about him just just bothered me. It's always irritated me. Yeah, yeah. With us. Oh man, I miss yeah. him so much. Yeah, he's he's funny. But um, one thing I I kind of want to ask while we're while we're on the the hockey talk here as well is, Vincenzo, um, one of the Leafs going to make it out of round one here. Like, do we have a do we have a projection here? I mean, come on, we've been, we've been waiting forever, dude. Right? I can't imagine. Like, I I get stressed out just thinking about the the patheticness that is the Buffalo Sabers the past ten years. But having no, but, the excitement but, but, but like, that you guys have, and then the playoffs come around. Not, so, I don't know. So, but like, let me like kind of a serious question, although it is kind of a joke at the same time, like. When you, as a Leafs fan, the last handful of years, when they go into the playoffs and you're in that round one matchup, like obviously with their lineup beginning of the season, everyone's thinking Stanley Cup contender. But when round one starts, are you guys sitting there being like, oh, shit, here we go again? Honestly, I'm not I'm not like superstitious at all. So like especially last year, 
I thought I thought we were I thought we were gonna make a nice run. Yeah. yeah. But, but then it's almost like when you go three three up three one, that's when you start going, uh oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nice what game. it felt like for sure. Just like, wor- I feel like the worst game to lose is when you're up three one. If you lose that game five, now everyone in the back of their head is like, "Oh boy!" Like that next game now, now it's within play. reach. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing about it, the Leafs too is like, I was so in in on them last year. I thought that was like the best squad we've had in a in a long time. And, and with the division too, like that yeah. was, uh, and like we had it, we had Montreal to start. They they made it to the finals, I guess. But yeah, they went on a nice run. But again, that's nice also run. like, I mean, you talk about. I mean, he's back nine of his career, obviously at this point. But another great goaltender, Carey Price. Price. I mean, it, he's he's also the type of goaltender that when he's on. He he decides who's winning that game. Like well, yeah. you, could, you could outshoot them forty to fifteen, and if Carey Price decides that the Canadians are winning that game, then they're winning. You got Carey Price in the playoffs, like you you have a chance no matter what. Every yeah. time. But yeah, like I, I don't know. I think our th- I think the team's worse this year. I think we got a lot worse this year, honestly. And I really liked Freddie and. That's so interesting to hear from an outsider, I guess, because just my sense of things, like I have a couple um, at my day job that I have right now, I have a couple guys that are originally from the Toronto area, so they're Leafs fans. Both of them couldn't, they would jump on the chance to trash Freddie. See, I, I, I don't know what, it, I don't know what it is with Toronto fans. Like he, he was a top, when he was here, like he was a top five goaltender. He was an all-star every year. You got like the last couple of seasons, maybe he had a, a couple of cold stretches, but it's like Jack Campbell, who's thirty-two <laughs> years old. He's been a he's been a backup his whole career. He plays ten good games, and suddenly everyone's like he's he's an elite starter. I think that's the tough thing about those big markets, though, because you see, like Boston does it too with Tuca, where oh like we're like we're like Boston fans will trash him, and it's like. Well, it's the same guy. thing with Montreal too. This guys, yeah, like, and and I don't understand it because, yeah, to your point, like these guys have been so good. Like, okay, so they have some cold streaks here and there. Like, no goalie is going to be hot all the time. Like, and Freddie, like, he took he took a how much is he making now? Carolina three point five, or is he still making five? I think he's making like the same amount that they would have cost the Hurricanes to keep that other dude that went to Detroit. What was his name? Nadelkovich. Yeah. It's like it's like five hundred K more or something. It's some crazy small amount that all of us thinking like what we we didn't pay Freddie Anderson like whatever it was to keep him here. It's not like we're it's not like Carey Price where you're paying him ten mil. And like to me yeah, he's, you got your he's goalie like, of the future. He's yeah, you got your goalie of the future, he's elite. <laughs> and I man, I I'm j i am I've just been waiting for Jack Campbell to fall off. Who's okay, I can't I'm drawing a blank. Who did they sign somebody? Who did have, uh, what's his name? The guy, the guy from Carolina, uh, the guy that gets hurt all the time, Mrazek. Mrazek, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I, See, I, I like, like Mrazek a lot. Yeah, me too. I did too, for sure. I mean, like, all yeah, th- right. at some point too, though, the Leafs could just be like, we have so much firepower, we don't care, we're just going to score more than you. Like, yeah, I don't know I, that. I don't know that that's the best strategy to try to win a cup. Yeah, but... ask, how, ask ask Edmonton how that's going. Right, and we do we do have Joseph Wall still like in the minors. Uh I like, recognize him. Yeah, 
But he, he still needs like two, three years maybe. So. Yeah, goalies are tough. I mean, we're kind of – I mean, for the from the Sabres end, we're dealing with it too, just, you know, wholesale. But like – um, yeah, grabbing Devon Le- Levy or is it Levy? Levi? Levy? 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 I think it's Levy. Yeah, he's yeah. – I'm excited about him. But, again, he's, like, just started his freshman year at Northeastern. So, it's like that's going to be a while. You Uka guys are Pek- in position right now, goalie-wise. Yeah, Uka Pekalukinen, yeah, we'll see. It's just – he's got to find that consistency and that, that mental toughness. I think it's, it's so – it's such a different aspect from player to goalie. I feel like in this sport, especially just having that composure and that like thick skin where it's like, everyone's going to let in a shit goal. Like it's how you, you come back from that. I, I know you, that's a mentality you're probably very familiar with. Yeah. What did the talk about your playing career though, a little bit while we're on it. I mean, where did you get to? When'd you call it quits? Like what was, uh, like I didn't get far. I, Maybe the highest I played was I played a couple of games at Double A. I was a third goalie, so I went in. I, I can't. I got called up when there was an injury when I was like 13, 14. <laughs> nice. But like I, I wasn't anything. I was a low level rep. That was about it. Yeah, I, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's the the game's amazing. But I mean, uh, I I want to dive into. Obviously, we can we can talk hockey forever, but. The, you know, the freelance kind of career that you have. And then, like, how did you get linked up with TSN and Bar Down? Talk, take us through that story. So, basically, like like I said earlier, like, I went to, uh, for business, for sporting goods business, which was basically just a business credit. So, after I was out, I still, like, I, I knew how to design, but I didn't have, um, like, a diploma or anything for design. So, I was just kind of, like, in limbo thinking, like, all right, I should probably go back to school to get some kind of paperwork or like some kind of certificate for design just to say that I have it. Yeah. And in the meantime, I was just like continued to do my concepts. So I was going to school for graphic design. Like I, I was like an eight month course, a fast track course. Cause I already thought that I, I had all the skills for it. And then as I was doing like my concept stuff, TSN started and bar down started making articles on my work. And I, I had like, I was about to get out of school and I was like, I might as well message them. Like they like my stuff. Yeah. So like I messaged one of them, I forget, maybe it was Corwin. And I messaged him and I said, like, I saw that you guys were making articles on my stuff. Like we might as well connect, see if there's anything we can do together. Like obviously our, our audiences are interconnected. So like maybe there's an opportunity there. And our boss, DK, uh, he called me, he gave a talk to me. Like he saw my gear, he liked all the stuff that I was doing. And he basically just said, like, why don't you come and meet the guys? And as long as you're not a psycho, like, <laughs> you're in. Yeah. That's a hell of an interview. That's, yeah, that's that, that was basically it. He's, a, he's yeah. a super cool guy. Did you answer when he said, as long as you're not a psycho, did you, like, interrupt him and say, like, you do you know, know I played goalie, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good line. I feel like they would have liked that. Uh, but, yeah, what um, – you know, how did it start? Like, what did they just have you do? Are you just like, you know, keep designing and we'll, you know, do some more content with you? Are you writing pieces? Like, take us through that. So like, like at that point, I was just kind of making like, if you look at my old stuff, it was all just kind of like concept skates. Yeah. Like concept gloves and like pretty far out there, but it was just strictly like product, like product design. 
Yeah. It was almost more engineering than it was graphic design. Right. Yeah. So like when I started at TSN, it was almost kind of weird. Cause like there, the graphics guys there, there makes like stack graphics and stuff like traditional graphic, graphic design graphics that you'd see on like sports pages and stuff. Yeah. So like originally I was just like making weird illustrations, like concept gear that I was like, that I would normally make. And I did, instead of posting it on my own account, I just send it to them. Yeah. And during that time, like I was just like in the background trying to teach myself how to do like regular sports graphics. Cause I was, <laughs> I was so far back. Cause like I had never done that. That was not something I like I wanted to do ever. I was just doing gear. Yeah, it's almost like you went the more complicated route or like the more difficult to learn and you're like backtracking like yeah. more, I don't want to say simplistic, but compared to the stuff you were doing, that's a little more straightforward. It exactly. would and it made actually learning like doing the graphics stuff a lot easier because I already knew how to like use all the programs. It was just transitioning my skills into like something else. But yeah, after that, like after maybe a month, two months, they brought me in. And since then, I've just been steady now i'm full-time and i i'm like our uh, like our main day graphics guy for tsn bar down so that's I'm awesome right in the mix now it's great good for you man that's that's amazing Thanks, man. see that's a cool company man i'm a big fan of the tsn the bar down like that's i love what they do it's, it seems like a really cool place to be at for sure dudes what do you got yeah, what's I just kind of wanted to ask, kind of a follow up on that. What's that like? I mean, obviously TSN being you know the major sports outlet, you know, in in Ontario, there like is it um, is it pretty cool? Like growing up watching this outlet, and now like you're such an integral part of like what kids now are seeing. Yeah, man, like it's so cool now with COVID. It's a little different because like we're just kind of working from home. You don't get to be at the studios or like be at the office and see all the guys. But like I, half of, uh, if you're a graphics person at Bar Down, if you work the nights, you work for like the Jay and Dan shift. So you do graphics for the Jay and Dan show too. So like, I remember the first day I had to do graphics for them and like they came in, it was just like, holy, like I watched these guys <laughs> my whole life. I, I love these guys. And now yeah. I talk to them every day. I'm doing graphics with them. It's so cool. Now and now it's like I'm kind of used to it, which is almost sometimes you got to kick yourself in the head and just be like, yo, like, yeah, this is pinch so yourself cool. moment. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah, gotta play, you almost have to play it cool, right? But then, like, in the back of your head, you're like, holy shit, I'm here. Yeah. You can't let them know that you're a fan, but <laughs> when you're in the back of your head, you're freaking out, especially when someone comes in for an interview. Like one day, Timu, Timu Solani came. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. To film someone with Jesse. And I had, I had like the Timu Jofa bucket on my desk. So wow. he's walking past and he goes, Whoa, where'd you get this? And he stops and he's talking about his helmet. And then he walked away and I was just like, Oh, like, what just, what just, <laughs> <laughs> holy crap. Wow. That's so cool. So, I mean, what's kind of like, I take it through, you know, quick synopsis, I guess, just a day for you, a shift for you. But I mean, I don't know if it's your dream job, but I mean, it's kind of hard to picture like you as a kid, you would just, you know, something like that. Someone passionate about art and design and mm -hmm. sports. It's just like, that would probably be at the top of your list somewhere for like an ideal career. Yeah. Like it, it ended up being like, it's not what I, I had, would have never envisioned this is what I would be doing or wanted to be doing, but like it, it ended up being the perfect fit. Like, 
Yeah. You wake up, you look what's going on during the day, and you react to news. Like, you're, I'm making graphics about what's going on in sports. Like, it's not much better than that. And, like, yeah. right now during the summer, it's pretty dead, other than, like, MLB and whatnot. But we don't cover that as heavy as we do hockey and whatnot. Right, so, right. Days like this, we just get to be creative. So if you see on the TSN or the bar down accounts, like some like kind of fantasy graphics, like sometimes I'll do like retro teams against modern teams or like old players against new players or something like just like crazy, weird, what if graphics. Yeah. That's what I do if, if we're dead. That's what I was doing most of today. Yeah, I, I was flipping through the uh, the ones – I saw the one with Lindstrom and McDavid, uh, yeah. Kane and Patrick Waugh. Like, what what sparked that idea? Because I was just like – that's just – it's so simple to someone like me that doesn't do it, or I just see it and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's really cool. But where do you come up with, like, ideas like that? It's so random. Like, I'm trying to think of where that one specifically came from. A lot of it is actually, like, because hockey is such a small market – if you look at other pages, it's basically just like taking ideas from other sports. Cause like NBA and soccer, like there's so much more stuff going on. So like taking stuff you see from that and t doing like hockey versions of it, or like so something along those lines, or like sometimes if something's going on pop, pop culture, something yeah. trending, you're just like, how can I make a hockey version of this? Oh, yeah. hold on one second guys. Wait computer is gonna die i wasn't sure if it was that or if it was solani trying to join us on the conversation oh yeah, yeah. you still got that bucket the solani no that's jesse's like game bucket now <laughs> <laughs> he wears that during our bar hockey or our yearly game so did he grab did he grab that after he saw that solani like picked it up and loved it did yeah he i forget where we got I don't know if he bought it before that. I don't know why it was on my desk. Like, it was always his. Oh, so you just got credit for it. I just got credit for it, yeah. Nice. That's an absolute <laughs> weapon move, though, to just hop out on the ice in a beer league game oh, in a Jofa bucket. Like, that's I don't know it's a true. move. It's not, not safe. No, absolutely not. But that's what makes it cool because it's, it's not like, safe. It's like going out there with like a forty power forty five hundred, like no cage, no visor, chin strap undone. Like you look sweet, but you're asking for trouble. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, it's either you're asking for trouble or like other guys are like, yeah, something's off with this dude. I'm staying I'm staying away. I'm not going in a corner with this guy. It's going he's got nothing on, just just a nail gun out there. <laughs> um I know you touched on soccer a little bit, Vincenzo. I'm a I'm a big soccer guy myself. Are you a Premier League? Or are you like what's kind of your? I'm not a so I'm not like a soccer fan. I never uh, really got into it. Like other than Italy, like National World Cup, Euro, gotcha. I'm not into soccer very much. I just love playing. I was actually I was way better at soccer than I was at hockey, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of, tough, kind of tough to do soccer concepts though. Not too much gear to really and play and I never really like. I don't care about soccer at all. I just enjoy, like I like playing it. I was good at it. I was I was just fast. So I was about yeah, it. that's sick. Yeah, I love I love soccer. I did because what happened for me? I like event I, between playing like hockey, lacrosse, and soccer. I had to like the parents were like the grades were slipping, so I had to cut one of them out, and I got. Yeah. 
this, the soccer was lower on the totem pole. And I was like, we're looking back. I'm like, ah, I wish I could have kept playing all of them. Cause I, I really liked them all, but yeah, the, I can't, I love the premier league, the, how they do things over there, like running the leagues, the relegation, the fans are absolutely insane. Like the, the chanting, the songs and everything. It's just, it's a cool, it's just like an interesting perspective. The one commercial. One thing ahead. I run into is the kits. Oh, I just yeah. picked up a couple actually. The, the Barca and the, what was the other one? A Liverpool and Old Liverpool one. Oh, don't even oh, say that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I got the old red and gold striped in there. She looks good. Benny, Benny literally sits in front of his TV on Saturday mornings and cries when Liverpool wins or loses. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's – it's. I respect the dedication because I, I don't know. Like, I don't – I've never seen anyone love a sports team the way that Benny loves Liverpool. Like, nah, it's ridiculous. Soccer. Everyone, if you're into it, you are – into it dude it's so like it's just so exciting because like people are like oh it's boring and then it's just like well i mean i like hockey so it's not like i like boring sports it's just you don't have the patience to just like oh like it's it's low and then all of a sudden it's just boom 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 back and forth counter attacks and just oh i feel like people don't get into it too though because i i think it's like harder at least for us in the u.s or like in canada like our sports are so every year it resets, right? Where like you have so many different things you're playing for. And like, sometimes the aggregate score counts from like your last game. And then like, you can't really tank to get a draft pick because there's no draft. And if you finish at the bottom, you get bumped down to the league below you. Like, it's just, it's so wild, but I feel like there's so much more at stake where like, you come into a season in like the NBA or the NHL and you're just like, okay, we're not going to be competitive. Like we'll just finish in last and get a sick draft pick. Like yeah. that's not an option in soccer and it's wild. There's so many leagues and like, it's not like North America. We have the MLS. Like, yeah, that's so it. That, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so interesting. Yeah. The, but I mean, Club's fun, but there's nothing like the international with like the World Cups and the Euros. Like it's just so different. Like, I think that yeah. that's like the one thing though that I think everyone, like even if you're not a soccer fan, can get like jacked up for. Like people watch like once every two or once every four years and they tune in just to the Olympics or just to the World Cup and then like forget about it until the next tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I always loved that. That was another thing. I like kits, like the the alternate jerseys and stuff. Because I feel like, uh, what do you think about this one, Chad? Like they get so detail oriented and creative and subtle because there's such little to work with. Like the obviously the the kit and the uh, the the cleats. It's just it's so fascinating to me because they take risks. They do left field stuff, and it's just as someone who hates the boringness of hockey that fires me up and that's part of my excitement with it. Like they have, all, like, they have a lot of versions of them. I think, and I think like hockey is, it's starting yeah. Adidas anyway, is starting to push it. But yeah, like I think soccer is like the peak of, of like jerseys and gitch and all that stuff. So like, even just like their patterning, like they have full patterning in their, in their kits, like yeah. hockey or NBA would never do that. Yeah, it's, it's also what people are used to too. Because like, if you threw some of that stuff on an NHL jersey, people would hate it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 
you've seen how, how all that stuff goes when you're doing the skate concepts or like, you know, even for us with the skins and the other, the Jordan ones and stuff or no thanks. Like all the comments of just like, get those out of here and stuff. It's, yeah. it's so funny, but I mean, it's coming around for sure. Do you read the comments like on, on the posts of your content, like to kind of get a pulse of how people feel, or do you look at it as just like, I know I do good work. I'm putting out what I like. I'm not worried about you. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you have to, you have to look at what people are saying. Like, yeah, that's the only, that's the only, the only, uh, feedback you have basically. Like if a goalie, if me and a goalie design something or we make something together, if I make something for a goalie and he really likes it, but then I post it and and all the people on my page don't, like that's it. That's kind of a different thing because like you can take it, you can take it as criticism and like you can you can use that going forward, I guess. But at the end of the day, like some stuff, it's like if you make it for someone and that person really likes it, then it doesn't really matter what people say. But like the concepts that I just throw up on my account or like get posted elsewhere, I always look through the comments just to see what people are feeling, like maybe what I could do next time, whatever. Like recently I just did a set of Lego pads. You guys I saw those. Oh, those yeah. were dope. So like I thought those were awesome and the goalie loved them and CCM loved them. But then I posted them everywhere and they they didn't do well. <laughs> the, the feedback I got on them didn't do it really well. So like that's that one was a little bit of a weird one where like everyone liked them except for the people that are just seeing them on Instagram, which is, I don't know. So you got to take it like back and forth. Yeah. Sure. Good with the bad. Do you, for sure. uh, do you have any like Kevin Durant burner accounts that you reply no. to people with? Anything no, like no, that? No, no, no. Some, like I've, I've, I've replied to my account sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes some of the people that are complaining, like they're not complaining about stuff that I have control over. Yeah. Especially with like some of the pad stuff. So like, I'll design a set, send it to production or like send it to the company to make. And like people will complain about the materials they used or something. It's like, well, yeah, like I'm thing. doing the design, not like stitching the pads together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how much of when you're working on a project, I'm sure it's client to client, but do you like it more when you get more freedom? Like what's, what's the better like challenge for you when the goalie says, I, this is like a idea, do your thing, or they're more involved on like each part. Like what do you find more satisfying or more of a challenge for you as an artist? I like when they like have like a very vague idea or like, can you show me examples of something that they like that I can like kind of not work off of, but like I can get a gauge of, cause sometimes they just like, I do so many that sometimes people send it and they're just like, do do your thing, do whatever. And it's like, well, it's almost too, it's almost too vague sometimes. Yeah. You don't know how crazy to go. You don't, there's yeah, nothing to really base it on where exactly. so it's like, different for like, for like, if you do it for like, I mean, on our end for like a skate, like a pair of skate skins, like you can get another pair, you can take them off like goalie pads. Like you're, you're kind of on the hook there for at least the season. Exactly. Yeah. It's a big investment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, did you find your productivity with the designing and the workload, you know, given everything that went on with COVID and how it's been different up in Canada with the lockdowns and stuff? Were you more productive? Did you find struggles for inspiration on things? Like, Do you have any comments on any of that? 
I think uh, it's it's a mix because like originally when I was still like going to the office for work, like I, I have a pretty far commute. Um, our office is in Scarborough and I'm just outside of G the GTA. So it's about like a two hour commute just to, to TSN. Oh, wow. And like w while I'm working CCM, like usually I work CCM after my TSN shifts. Mm -hmm. Like it almost kind of helped me that COVID was on because like I like I stayed at home. I worked TSN, and then when I needed to work CCM, I just start working on that. I have to drive anywhere. Like I don't have to commute anywhere. So like uh, from that point of view, like it, it was a little bit easier. Yeah, but I don't know. There, there's not as much inspiration just being at home. Yeah, exactly. it's nice, nice to be at the office, talk to people. Yeah, yeah I, I can definitely relate to that. I hear you. How did the CCM work come about for you? That was after TSN? Yeah, so that was like about a year ago that they reached out to me. So, so they were starting their custom, um, their printing for their eFlex foreign axis. Okay. And they basically just came to me thinking like, I think they had a couple guys. Well, they, they told me anyway, they had two or three guys that they were looking at to come on for this custom design thing. And they said that I was the main guy, but I didn't like at the time I didn't know. And then slowly they brought me on, they made me sign a contract and now I'm responsible for all their custom gear. So. Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's another one where it's just like, you grow up playing the game and loving the game. You're like, I got CC. I'm giving me a contract for to be and, a yeah. designer. Like, wow. And like TSN, I, I didn't really plan. Like I didn't really want to do, not that I don't now, but like when I was growing up, I didn't want to do graphics for TSN, but like yeah. I wanted to design pads my whole life. Like I didn't, I didn't know if that was realistic, but as a kid, like I would say, like I want to design pads. So yeah. like as soon as CS, CCM offered that, it's like, okay, this is yeah. cool. so that's a no brainer. <laughs> Yeah, this is what I've always wanted to do. So, are was, you, um, uh, oh, go ahead, Tudor. Are you uh, are you able to design some and have them for yourself? Like, are there are there any things you're allowed to do with we, that where you can kind of create your own? We haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up to them soon, though. Yeah, no, that, I'm just thinking that'd be sick, right? Yeah, like, kind of yeah. come up with your own stuff. Exactly, and for Bar Down too, it could be kind of a cool collaboration if we did something. Oh, new. yeah. And you said, are you playing, you said you're playing like bar league now? Yeah, we're playing beer are league. You, so are you playing, are you playing goalie? You skating out there? I, I skated a couple of weeks ago because I had to film something, but I, I play goalie. Like I'm our backstop. Okay. So yeah, you got to work that out with CCM. Be like, exactly. Yeah, like, let me, let me design my pads for my league. Yeah. I got to plug, got to plug the brand. Always got to plug the brand. Yeah. Work the brand. Yeah. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit because we kind of glossed over this. Where did, because we talked about, you know, a little bit of the, your introduction, your youth with hockey and, and growing up playing the game. Where did the, the graphic design and the art side come in? Was that through like your parents, friends? Like how did you, how that did was, that start? It was like, I am not an artist. I cannot draw very well. I cannot write very well. And so I, I wanted to, like in my head, I was like, I want to design pads. I want to design hockey equipment. So I went for this sporting goods business because I thought it was going to be more of the product side than yeah. this side. But like about like a, a month in, I got, I got really stressed because I realized like all these people in here are, are trying to be sales reps for like Bauer and CCM. And I was like, I don't want to get like, I don't want to get trapped in this. Like, it's not what I want to be doing. So like a month into 
being at a two year, like I moved away, I'm at school somewhere learning something. And I was like, I got to learn something else. So like I would get off of school and I would go home and I teach myself graphics all night. And then I just, I would start making stuff and it was, I would post it on my Instagram and the Instagram started doing well. So I was like, Oh, maybe I'm okay. <laughs> and it just kept going. So I, I, I taught myself most of it. With just YouTube tutorials and stuff, just yeah. real basic like that. Uh, that's amazing, dude. I wasn't even, if you look at like the first maybe 10 things I posted on my Instagram, it wasn't even Photoshop. It was this thing called GIMP, GIMP 2.0, which is like a. I had the GIMP for a bit. Knockoff Photoshop. Yeah. Do you that's think awesome. in a way, do you think in a way though, like not studying graphic design is your major? Do you think that helped you? Like, Cause I mean, I feel like a lot of times when people study something like that, it kind of boxes them into traditional methods a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think it helped you just kind of learn it on your own and kind of just playing around and seeing what worked? I think it did. Cause like originally, like I didn't, I wasn't learning conventional graphic design. So like the stuff I was making again, it was like more engineering than it was graphic design. And like, I could see now, like if you would just learn graphic design, like there's no way you would just start doing that. Like, if you did a traditional graphic design program because so i like, feel like when you're when you're in college right it's the same thing with like the sporting good major where a lot of those graphic designers they just they want to work in like a marketing department for a company exactly like, like a lot of people going for graphic design are trying to do what i do at tsn but like i went to graphic design to design like to do the opposite like i want to do pads which is so <laughs> weird like yeah. so Paths are interesting, man. Like just life paths are they're so fascinating how people, you know, the the journey itself to get to somewhere and then just like looking back of like the avenues and the decisions you made and how you got there. It's really it's surreal. Like yeah, it felt it felt so random at the time, but now looking back on it, like everything happened perfectly. Like it was all set up perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean Let's 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 get back to you know just the random pick in Vincenzo's brain here. I gotta know. Dream collab for a keeper. Work on a pad set. Who who would it be, dead or alive? Oh shit. <clears throat> dead or alive, retired, whatever. Like I don't know. Like I, I'd have to say Eddie, I guess, just because I that love. Makes sense. Yeah. I love Eddie. I'm trying to just think of someone. Not really Jack Campbell. <laughs> Not Jack Campbell. I'm trying to think of someone like super stylish, but I, I feel like I would almost ruin that style. Then probably Ed. <laughs> probably Ed. Yeah, yeah. Ed. Uh, he always was. He was. He was fascinating to watch. He was to me. I don't know how you think. He was like ahead of his time in in a lot of facets when in his yeah. prime. Like just the way he moved and stuff. Whereas. You know, along the lines like Hashik too, just Hashik more unorthodox. But I feel like Bell Eddie had like a little bit of that, but he also had an early emphasis on like the the fundamentals that we see in like all goalies now. I don't know how if that's accurate, but that's just kind of what I remember seeing yeah. from him. Eddie, especially like the late years of Eddie, like the when I specifically used to watch him, like 05 and and onward, like the guy. He wasn't, he wasn't like particularly fast. He had back issues. Like he was older. He was never out of position. There was, you, you rarely find a play where like he was diving or like trying to flail the mid. Like he was always just perfectly fundamental. He was a, one of the best fundamental goalies. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is like, I'm, I'm rattled. Cause it's like, you would never know he had back problems. Like just like what disc issues or like, what did he have going on? Do you know? I, for, I forget. Yeah, I know, either way. I know he couldn't like, he wouldn't practice because he felt so sore. Holy shit. He was just, he was just, I mean, game. just roll up to the game. Just show just. up to the games and ball out. <laughs> see, see, I grew up watching basically the exact opposite of fundamental goaltending because my guy, being a Penguins fan, is Marc Andre Fleury. And that dude was just a flexible, athletic freak that just like yeah. was scrambled fun, in the crease. Fun to watch. Oh my god! I saw he. I I logged onto Twitter. I think like this morning, and he just had like an insane glove save like from his chest, like in a preseason game. Like, how is he still doing this? And he flashes it. He throws it. He throws <laughs> oh my god! Glove up. You yeah. have to though. I feel like you make a save like that. You have to let the entire arena know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, one thing too. You know, obviously, like having connections in the hockey world, being, you know, in that GTA area up there, um, any aspirations on trying to be like an e-bug with the Leafs or, uh, you know, what's the uh, what's the thought there? Man, oh, I, I see the light bulb. Are you trying? I, I miss I keep missing the dates. I feel like if I told like uh, the Kraken just had their e-bug tryouts. Like, oh, yeah. wow. And I saw it the day before. Oh, it was like I could have definitely gotten at like I could have definitely gotten to go there, especially if like we told them about TSN and Bar Down. Like I think yeah. we could get access to it. I could try out. So, oh, you like, could yeah, slide I, in there easily for sure. Oh, like, I want to do it for sure. If it, it leaves or whatever, like whatever one, I, it doesn't matter to me. What do you yeah. like? What do you think that would be like if you got to if you got to go out there in like a Leafs jersey or? you know, like in that arena, right? Like as a kid growing up watching yeah. those games. I wouldn't like, even, I wouldn't like, even you, playing. Like I, just to like, try out, just to, to make a video. I think that would be fun as hell. Yeah, that would be amazing content for sure. I tell you what would probably happen to her because he'd come he'd come flying off the bench in the sickest gear anybody's ever seen, and, and they'd be the like, who is this e-bug? I, yeah, that's, that's a real tall task. <laughs> I'd bet on him. 100% live bet that if I saw Vincenzo skating to the crease and they're playing the Sabres at this juncture. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, like he just, I, people would be looking to take his head off, I think. So, like, who, who's this guy with all this unreal gear? Like, let's, let's introduce him to the league a little bit here. So, how does that, how does that work? Cause I've never looked into it, but you said, so there's tryouts like preseason. And then is it like one guy they pick and you have to go to like every home game or is it a rotation of like two, three guys? I think, I think that's it. I think it's like you sign up and they pick like a certain amount of guys from the people that sign up to go to the tryout. And then I think it's just the one guy. Wow. That's nuts. So like the Seattle one, even if I like say I made, I probably wouldn't have been able to be the ebook because I obviously don't live in Seattle, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably lean towards the local guys that can yeah. that can drive themselves there. They don't have to get on exactly. a plane. Yeah. Oh man. Any uh any exciting projects coming up that you want to promote or talk about? You got anything on the radar that you're looking to do? And um, not there's definitely a lot more pads with CCM coming out. I can't talk about yeah, I too, too many of, of them, but 
There's a couple NHL guys in there. That's nice. Um, so those should be coming out soon. Um, and then not not much else. Just continuing bar down. We have a I have like a new video for bar down coming out soon. Uh, a new gear video. But other than that, not much, man. Just grinding away. What's the uh, what's the process like with CCM? So like they get NHL guy wants to get pads designed is the CCM facilitate like a meeting with the two of you and you just discuss it from there. How does that go? So they, it all goes through the reps, like all the pro reps. So basically that I just talk to the pro reps, they'll send me a brief of what the goalies want. And then it goes from there. So I don't really, other than like, if a rep shows me their reaction to it, like I remember the Riddick, the Riddick pod band pads we did. Oh yeah. He'd be told the rep like, "Oh, these are wicked pads." So the rep told me like, "That's what he said," but that was it. I don't really talk yeah. to him. Yeah, that would be, maybe someday you get get the body of work, and then the guys will just want to talk to you directly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Riddick actually messaged me after because I like I tagged him and all this stuff. So he messaged like he knows. Yeah, he that's awesome. That'll message me online or on on my Instagram, Blake. Big name NHL guys aren't gonna. I don't think they're gonna look into me to design their pads. So, yeah. who, who knows? Maybe, yet, you'll, get, maybe you'll get that DM slide from Vasilevsky someday. That that's the goal. One day, right. I hope. Yeah. Oh man. Well, look. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Um, it was such a blast. We'd love to have you on again. Catch up, you know, before the playoffs or something. Just yeah, break sure. down, talk about some of the new stuff that you foreshadowed for us here. Um, like I said, you've been a great supporter of us at Justition and Skate Skins. Really appreciate having the other creatives having our back and supporting our stuff in, in the community. That's that's what makes this so much fun, just seeing everyone doing such cool stuff. But really appreciate your time tonight. Thanks so much for joining us, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yo, you guys are freaking killing it as usual. So <laughs> we appreciate I'll, that, dude. I'll look to keep seeing you guys do your stuff. So thanks Absolutely. again. Yeah, man. And everyone listening, make sure you head to Instagram. The Vincenzo are known, all lowercase, all smushed together on Instagram. Make sure you check out his website. Same thing, the Vincenzo are known.com. Uh, on Twitter, I believe, too. Uh, the Vincenzo, capital A. Head over there, give him a follow, check out all his work. Really impressive stuff. Um, another. Housekeeping announcement for us on the Justition Skate Skin side. Make sure uh, going forward for all of you that watch on YouTube, we are going to be moving our episodes. We are going to start posting them on the Justition main page. We have been posting them on our own Justition page. We're going to be putting them there as well on the Justition main page. Any questions, DM us. I will make sure to show you exactly where to go. I, I know it's a little difficult. But I'll, we'll, we'll sort it out, I promise. Big move, but we, we got it. All in good fun, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for the support on the show. We will be back next week for another episode. Vincenzo, thanks for hanging around, man. Appreciate you once again. Vincenzo, appreciate it, man. Have a good one, guys. Take care.